as always, we are deeply thankful for everyone joining us and trusting us to host a pre-race briefing. We thank everyone so much. If you're new here because you read George's email like a good little racer, follow us on all platforms, Instagram, Facebook. I think we should probably go on threads now. It's at the mile 99 interview. Thank you guys so much for joining us. George, thank you so much. Mike, Greg, good luck this weekend. We'll see everyone on the trails, okay? See ya. Hey, goodbye. Bye. Live stream is off. Thank you, Greg. Um, so we'll just get settled for a minute. And then I do have some questions and we'll let everyone know where we are, all the good stuff. Big waiting room, a lot of folks this time. That was so fun, yeah. You know what? Um, um, Tommy, where's my dog? No, we're not best friends yet, but I would like to see. Uh, Tommy is a Patreon. It's okay. Okay. I'll admit him. It's okay. Got it. Yeah. Sorry. We cut you out, Tommy. Like you weren't important, but you are. <laughs> okay. So I guess we can, we're almost wrapped up. We can keep Dan too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We like Dan. We like everybody, but. Um, so George, someone was talking, if you could give some advice for someone who I need to find the exact it's pretty hard. We had our chat was pop pop popping. Um, they said, "Do you have any any advice or things to expect when running at altitude for those who don't live at altitude?" Mm. That's a tough one. Um, it's it's going to be hard um, because most of the course is above eight thousand feet, and uh, not only that, but the pot the pine pollen this year is really, really bad. And just me marking the course and being out there for a couple of days, my throat has gotten really, really dry. So I know that's going to be a problem during the race. Um, I would recommend everyone have some sort of like a buff where they can cover their, their, their nose if they need to. Um, if it's a dusty section, we really, we really don't have dust this year, but, um, uh, but the pollen is thick. Um, you could just see it like on top of the lake, you know? So um, anyway. I think that's really good information, um, especially for my co-parent who has allergies really, really bad. So um, good info on that. And, you know, Mike and Greg, it's kind of our free for all we can say, but one thing that I me personally have found when I'm going up to elevation, cause I'm at TRT all weekend with my kids. I'm at diamond peak. We sometimes run up and down it. I'm very prone to getting altitude sickness. And for me, that presents as headache and nausea, uh, severe fatigue is I take a baby aspirin as I'm driving up to altitude. I heard this from a guy in an elevator one time in Reno, cause I was like, not feeling good. And he said, take it, take that. It's like, you know, 80 milligrams or something on the drive up there. And it thins your blood because when you go to, up to altitude, I guess your blood gets thicker or something. And that's what kind of can make you sick. So that's what I do. Um, I'm fully hydrated. 
and eating. And so the day before, when I drive up, I take a little, um, 80 milligram baby aspirin that has saved me for like five years. I don't get altitude sickness except when I don't take it or I don't hydrate properly. So not, not trying to push any medical advice on anyone, but that has really, really worked for me because I didn't know that going up to altitude, your blood changes. And that's why people are not feeling good. So anyways, that's my experience. Greg or Mike, do you have any? I have found what works for me is one, getting up there at least three times. Two, I have to eat and drink twice the volume. It's counterintuitive. I have to eat and drink twice what I think I, I need to eat and drink because my body is working twice as hard. If I over, if I feel like I'm eating more than I should, I'm actually, I actually feel better. I don't know why that works that way, but that's what I have found. Yeah. And the drinking, uh, the fluids uh, early and often, we're such a dry climate. People don't think they're getting dehydrated, but it's actually easier to get dehydrated uh, because their sweat is just evaporating. And so it's not like you're in a humid climate and you're just dripping sweat. It's like, oh, I got to drink water. Uh, so, you know, dehydration is a big problem on our course because a lot of people just don't realize they're not drinking enough. So drink. <laughs> just a little uh, separate question here, George. Um there was a question and Jessica mentioned one of the runners during the um, the main show was asking about pacers. There's a link on the website that directs you to the Facebook page. And I was just checking that out to see if there was a special way to request a pacer or connect with pacers. Is it pretty much just somebody should just post a message on your page? Yeah, um, that's really about it. It's pretty low tech. Um mm -hmm. There used to be a pacing forum that we had um, and, and the, the, the individual that it wasn't our own forum and, and that uh, basically went away. Um, so my, my web designer gal, um, she's going to um, rebuild our own in-house one for next year um, and more of just a, just a board, just like, Hey, I need a ride from diamond peak to the finish, or I need a pacer, or I'd like to pace, you know, just that sort of a thing. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, we didn't have enough time to get it up and running for this year's race, but we're, we're pretty committed to trying to have something for next year because it is important. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I can just tell uh, people if they want to, they could post directly on your page and that might be a way to attract some attention there. Yep. Yep. I think I can even help on social. Yeah. I can make a little post. And if TRT wants to share it, people can connect in the post too. If that solidifies, cool. you know, like makes people feel it's like in one spot and they can go back to that post instead of searching. So I'm happy to help if we want to collaborate on that too. Um, Cause we do have a couple out of towners who thankfully for your email, they were watching today and hopefully we can connect them with Pacers. So thanks for that follow-up, Greg. Yep. How does that go, Jess? You're just going to make a post and then tag uh, TRT and then yeah. the folks will just see it and then people can just respond to that tag or? Yeah. Okay. Well, wow, that's great. Yeah. And like, I don't know how many times, Mike, we've said we need a pacer and yeah. we post on social media and we get it within five minutes. Yeah. Every so, time. I mean, every time. Yeah. So our, respond. our reach is pretty good with people who want to help running especially people like to run <laughs> like, they like to have a free race don't take all the food or gels but maybe some food and some hydration but um yeah what a great interview um something that 
Mike or Greg, unless you want to hop in. Something that we like to ask our race directors, you kind of talked about in our pre-race, is if you had words of advice as a race director for someone running this race, the 55K, the 56 miler, the 102 miler, if uh, they're running it for the first time, what is some advice you have for them? Um, I, I, I would say that uh, don't kill themselves on that initial climb. And don't bomb any of the downhills uh, early on in the race because there's there's going to be some downhills that feel really good, but uh, they'll come back to bite you. Um, so uh, especially the the fifty mile and hundred mile runners like the Tyrolean downhill that'll destroy your quads. Uh, but there there's some easy downhills that um, you don't think that it's that's much, but um, you know they add up. So that's what I would, that's what I would say for the the person that's never done our race before is, you know, if the pace feels, if you feel like you're working hard, you're working too hard because you're not going to have enough for the finish and everyone's going to really need something for the finish because it's, it's a long way from Hobart to the finish. It's going to be 17 miles uh, of all single track. So it's not going to go fast. And they're going to be dropping into a valley that's that's 95 degree plus. Um, so um, save something for the end, for sure. That is so smart because sometimes you go, if I j- can just get to this mark, then I can cruise in. You're saying this is not that race. You need to have something until the very, very end. Yeah, the, the end could be the hardest work of the entire race. I have wow. a question. I have a question. It's from Tommy. It's about... Uh, Waterfall aid station. Is that just water? Nope. It's going to be a full service aid station with food and gels and, and everything. Um, it's called waterfall because there's a, there, there's a waterfall close to it. Ah, could somebody get wet? Is it, is, uh, it, is it that kind of waterfall? Nobody can get wet. When they get down closer to the college, they'll go down um, at the waterfall aid station. They'll get on this, this Ash Canyon connector trail. And then it's going to dump off into the to the Ash Creek Trail, and they will actually be running next to a very flowing creek. And it's just a few steps off if they want to dip a hat or their buff, or um, they could probably even lay in it if they want. Although the, it's it's rushing pretty hard right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you maybe just be careful with that. But yeah, because it's going to be hot in the valley, ninety five degrees, and if it's like noon, just you're going to even if you have five miles to go, just get in there, get some water on yourself. You're going to just be so much better. Yeah. I want to add one thing for the 55 K and the 50 milers um, to give you some incentive to get to the finish. The ultra lounge is a great place to hang out with foot baths, to clean your feet and all that kind of stuff. But we have a live band this year from 4 PM to 9 PM. So most of the 55K runners should be in during that hour. And, and the faster uh, 50 milers will be in. And it's a really fun band. So it's a good time to have a beer, soak your feet, listen to some live music. So is that going to be like surrounded in the stadium? Like, are we going to have like big sound? <laughs> yeah. Sound. Yeah, cool. It's going to be music. It's going to be like so- a- that is so cool. What a good vibe. Oh my gosh. That is so cool. Who thought of that? That's a great idea. <laughs> come on, hear the music. Come on, come on. 
That's oh, so yeah, great. great. Um, Mike and Greg, do you have any other questions? Greg's one. Oh yeah, I have one more. I have the last one. So if anyone, and then I'll do the last one. I'm just waiting for Saturday. That's all. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't have a question, but a comment is that TRT is generous on time. If you're not feeling well, you're going to have heat and elevation, which are both going to make you just feel lousy. You have time. You know, don't think about stopping. Just think about walking. Walk it off. It's not the end of the world. Just slow it down. Take your time. There's lots of time to be had. That's what I would say. My advice. That, that's it's my um, advice when I was first doing my first 100K, which was uh, someone told me 90% of your problems can be solved by slowing down. <laughs> that is great advice. That's 99% of your problems. Like in life or running? Just slow it down. Probably. Probably life. For me? Absolutely. 100%. Um, so my last question is a silly one. I just wanted to know how George feels being our, uh, second highest episode to ever record on the mile 99, our what? 20, our 2022, um, race briefing that was only for the 50 miler and the 50 K is our second highest episode ever. Wow. That's <laughs> incredible. I, that feels good. I like that. Yeah. yeah that's a, you have a high reach. Uh, pe- people listen year round, like year round, it gets hits all year long. People keep downloading it. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. So I just wanted to know how that felt. It feels <laughs> great. It feels great. And you know, uh, so many people love the TRT race. And so that's probably, it's not me. It's the race. <laughs> no, you know, um, if you look on our Facebook, I are like our header of the mile 99 is a picture I took of my kid, my co-parent and all of our kids crossing the finish line. And you're right there with your cell phone. So I have a picture of you taking a picture of my family. And that's just like such a representation of you. It's like every runners I've seen, I've seen, I've watched you watch so many finishers because my kid's dad just can't get enough of this race. He gets 16th every year. We'll see if he does it again. <laughs> um, but I've watched you and you're excited about every single one. Get yourself. I mean, it's just like, you're a good, wonderful person to know. So thankful for the time, especially during this week, which we know is so busy. Um, we will all be there, which is great. I'll be at Spooner and Diamond Peak with my kids. Mike will be at Tunnel Creek. Greg will be doing the whole thing. That's such a nice thing you did for the mile 99. Thank <laughs> <laughs> Somebody uh, had, to, had to fall on the sword, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Greg, I, I just want to wish you the best. Thanks. Appreciate it. Greg, you're going to do so well. I'm Coming so excited. back after four years. <laughs> and, and and Tommy here down below, he's doing the 50 miler. Good luck, Tommy. And Dan, I don't know. I, I think Dan, you're, is Dan running 50 miler as well? So we got a couple of 50 milers here. Uh, it's going to be great seeing you guys out there. I'll see both of you at Diamond Peak. I'll get there early. So Tommy and Dan, I'll see you at Diamond Peak. Um, my kids will spray you off with the hose. That's usually where we are post duty. So we're pretty popular. All right. Awesome. Thanks, Dan. Thanks, Tommy. We'll see you guys on the trail. See you out there.